0: everybody, welcome to Truth, Live, Shenanigans. Thank you for idea. I go by the name Neo Nix. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's March 10th, 2021. And for today's show and Hot Topics, we're gonna try to unpack that explosive Oprah interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. And then it's movie time. We're bringing back friend of the show, Micah Payne from Black on Black Cinema Podcast. And we'll be going in on Coming to America and US versus Billie Holiday. As always, stick around to the end for our game show where Micah agreed to join us for some fun movie trivia. All right, now before we get into it, let me introduce you to my fantastic co hosts, our professor, writer, editor, journalist out of Washington, D.C., Miss Lizzie Enders.
1: What's up? What's up? Happy Hump Day, everyone. I'm um, doing well. My arm's a little sore. You know why? Because I got my vaccine yesterday. All right. so Yay. I Come on,
0: to have the One out of four. One um, out of four.
1: Arms a little sore, <laughs> but you know, that's infected with vaccines. It's not it's the same as when I get my flu shot every year. Um, but other than that, I feel great. So excited to take the get the second dose, um, which will be on April sixth. So looking forward to that.
2: Awesome. Oh wow. Nice. Are People they already are getting the,
1: second dose? Today.
0: Any other feelings other than just the sore arm? No, like uh, tiredness and all that stuff?
1: No, I mean, maybe a little bit of lethargy last night. Um, But, you know, I was running around all day, so that was to be expected. Like, I was literally gone all day. (laughs) Um, But no, I I, I feel fine. I feel fine.
0: Awesome, all right. All right, and our (laughs) rock star with the rock band Fallen Machine, coming to you from Sudbury, Ontario, Mr. Rob B. Rock.
3: What's up, what's up everyone? Happy hump day. It's, you know what, it's been rainy and warm here today and it's supposed to rain overnight and stay warm so I'm looking forward to seeing less snow in the morning, a little something a little bit closer to spring. I still haven't seen snow We still have feet.
0: <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Oh wow. All
3: right. Depending on where it, you are. <laughs>
0: All right, this is Jimmy from Atlanta, Georgia, college student, model, actress, and co-host of our new show, Truth, Life Shenanigans, Unscripted, Miss Gianni
2: Storm. Hey, hey so Hey, so um, happy Hump Day first. And this week is going pretty good. It's just like a lot of midterms this week, so I'm preparing for that. Well, not really preparing, just kind of embracing it. It is, it is what it is. But. The good thing is spring break is soon. Even though it's like I'm not on campus, it's, it's still a break. So I get to de-stress.
0: Nice.
1: And remind people. So Howard. are oh, go ahead, good, Lizzie. I was just going to say, Howard's spring break is this week. So I'm actually off not teaching this week. I'm just doing a lot of grading. When is your spring break?
2: In two weeks. So oh, I think wow, it's the third man. week of March. Yeah. Okay. And, we, and you guys even um, get out later than us. Because we get out in, I think June, the first week of June is when oh, like, no. the entire yeah, we, So we get out earlier because our,
1: our, I think my last final is like uh, May 6th or 7th or something
0: like that. Um, so yeah. Oh. oh. Are you heading down to the coast anywhere for
4: your spring break? Me? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> smart, smart. <laughs> All right. Remind people no, when I'm and crazy. where they
2: can uh, watch you on TLS Unscripted. You guys can watch me and Olivia E. on um, Unscripted on Instagram at 6.30 on Fridays.
4: All right. Easter. All right,
0: co-hosts. Well, today, Robbie Rock has a question for us, a quick fire question. So, Robbie Rock.
3: On International Women's Day, Burger King UK tweeted that women belong in the kitchen. Minutes later, they tweeted that they are providing culinary scholarships to women in order to increase the number of professional female chefs in the industry. Is this bad PR or brilliant clickbait? All right. Johnny. Lizzie.
4: Um, I personally think it's bullshit
2: clickbait. Bullshit clickbait. Gianni? Same, um, I think that they knew it would warrant some type of reaction in this new age of like gender roles, like this gender roles, so. I refuse like they... to say what I'm
0: truly
3: thinking because my wife will be very upset.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh.
3: Um, trigger me this, trigger me that. With an 80-20 split, we need more women in chef's hats.
0: <laughs> All right, so, I mean, what do you think? Do you think uh, women should be in the kitchen or, I mean, This is obviously clickbait,
3: obviously, right? Absolutely. And I just want to read the subsequent text that they sent. So women belong in the kitchen if they want to, of course. Uh, Yet only 20% (laughs) of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. And they're providing uh, scholarships in culinary courses for women. So I think you can hit right on the head, Johnny, in this day and age of triggering, getting some kind of response. That's exactly what they did. They got the Internet a buzz. They got the Internet yep. pissed off and then subsequently said, yeah, look what we're doing for women. And, you know, <laughs> it's simple because women belong in the kitchen professionally. Heck, yes, they do just as much as men belong in the kitchen professionally. So I think that this yes. was absolutely Brilliant. Not well received by many, but we're talking about it. It's it blew up part of the internet and they're doing something awesome. All
1: right. We we're talking about it, but it's still not gonna make me go eat Hurricane's nasty food. Um and I don't I don't I don't buy for a second that the intern who tweeted that out um didn't believe that a little bit mm-hmm. i think that there you know there's some um telling on a oneself of... a hint of yeah. telling on one in that statement yeah um, i felt
2: that yeah
1: um but yeah i you know it it makes me just hate burger king even more um and then burger king uk <laughs>
0: oof oof oh yeah oh, I'm, not cool. I'm not feeling the uk right now either. <laughs> yeah. i don't know i feel like um, yeah. It was Like I said, it was definitely click, click bait to try to get, you, get a response out of everyone. I don't know that it was brilliant because um, a lot of people didn't like it. Matter of fact, I think it, leaves, it left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. So I don't know it's got us talking about it, yes, but yeah, I don't know I that it it has, is everyone sees it as kindly as you do, Robby. Well, I think it
1: begs the question, do you all believe that there's no such thing as bad publicity? Cause that's, I that's guess what I mean. Of, right. I mean, that's, I don't want yeah. Cause there are some, I people. Like- especially, there's some PR people who believe that there are some celebrities who believe that, um, I personally do not, but there are a lot of people out there who think it doesn't matter as long as my name, as long as my company is
2: trending, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, like the numbers don't lie. So. Yeah.
3: we'll we'll see well that's it if you've got an 80 20 split in an industry it's at least they're doing their part it was tongue-in-cheek and i don't know that it was necessarily (laughs) malicious but they were definitely looking to get a response from people to elicit some kind of reaction and they struck gold with it in my opinion i don't know they might have struck
0: and and there is
4: some
3: (laughs) nerve and gold some nickel there is
1: some (laughs) we to what they're There is some truth to what they're saying. I mean, I worked in the restaurant business for years, um, as recently as last year before the pandemic. I have never been in a restaurant where there was a female chef in the kitchen. Um, So there is some truth in that. The majority of chefs in the kitchen are men, which is kind of weird since they want us to be barefoot and pregnant and in the kitchen. But um, I think that for me, this kind of just rubbed me the wrong
0: way. way. Well, uh Jose says that was definitely clickbait. Ernest Cooper says the kitchen and the bedroom, Florida. The kitchen and the <laughs> bedroom. Uh, Wait, uh, what? Sorry. <laughs> uh, Sherry Blaine Priest, absolute clickbait and disagree with their intention. Know your audience, not feeling it as a woman at all. And I'm finding that most women didn't yeah. like it. So Yeah. Um, Read the And I'm a woman who can cook her
1: ass off. But don't imply that I belong in the kitchen without some extension of what it is that you really mean. All right. Like, come on, dude.
4: Yeah. All right.
0: Now that we've gotten a little of the shenanigans out of the way, if you've never been to Truth, Lies, Shenanigans before, let me tell you a bit about us. Our hosts and guests share their truths and opinions with you, call out the lies and point out any ridiculous shenanigans going on. And on our show, we always try to have some fun with shenanigans of our own. The show streams live just about everywhere. You can quickly find us on YouTube. Just go to tlsshow.com or search at TLS Live Show across all major social media platforms. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, Shenanigans anytime on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Today, we're going to start out with our hot topics. Truth, Lies, topic.
4: Shenanigans. One topic. One topic. topic. Yep.
0: Our hosts <laughs> bring you hot topics they want to share. We'll ask is the truth lies shenanigans or and then our panel will talk about it for a bit until the time is up. Then we'll go to our audience for questions and comments. So make sure you're commenting in any of our comment threads. We are definitely listening. And as Lizzie mentioned, today because of time, we've only got one hot topic, but it's the hottest topic of the week. Josh, <laughs> wanted to talk to you about that Oprah interview with Megan and Harry. Gianni, is this truth, lies, or is this shenanigans? A
2: little, all three. Um, So, if you guys haven't seen it already, and maybe you have seen parts of the exclusive interview with Oprah, Meghan Markle, and Prince Harry. Um, And in the interview, they reveal shocking, but not so shocking, um, truths of their experience as the royal couple in the United Kingdom. So, Discussions of racism, isolation, um, suicide, even from from Meghan um, revealing that she had thoughts of suicide um, were, and the unsupported family were also um, topic of discussion. So before their departure, actually, the couple tried to make things work in their royal duties. Um, Meghan and, like kicked out um, and did the Australian tour, just like the their mother had did previously. Um, I'm sorry, not their mother. Princess Diana had did previously. There was a talk of lack of support from within the family. um, And like I said, references um, to attacks from the tabloid press and revealing details about depression and suicide. So since the interview, there has been references made to Princess Diana's 1995 interview. References made on similar issues from both um, of the interview are now like the talk of the town so my question is does this remind you of princess diana's interview if you have seen it um and thoughts on the oprah interview between um, princess or duchess of sussex Meghan markle and prince harry actually she's not the duchess anymore right because she she gave up her um her titles oh Remember really right? why are they still addressing her as that? i didn't know that
0: uh, maybe i'm wrong i could be wrong all right let me let me show a quick clip of the uh a uh, promo of the show real quick.
2: How do you feel about the palace hearing you speak your truth today? I don't know
1: how they could expect that after all of this time, we would still just be silent if there's an active role that the firm is playing in perpetuating falsehoods about us. And if that comes with risk of
2: losing things, I mean, I've... there's a lot that's been lost already.
0: Did we lose Rob B. Rob? Oh, there
4: he is. No, nope. sorry. I was just
3: moving moving a control panel and clicked up the wrong spot, I'm muted. <laughs> all
0: right. Actually, let's start out. Let's start with Lizzie Enders. Let's start with Lizzie Enders on this one. So for, in case you all didn't know,
1: um, don't know, I am obsessed with monarchies, particularly the British monarchy, but also with. Uh, Monaco's monarchy with current now Prince Albert. Um, So I have followed monarchies, the British monarchy, Queen Elizabeth, Prince Philip, Prince Charles, Harry and William since I was really, really, really little. Like, I remember when I was 5 years old and my dad made me watch. Princess Diana and Prince Charles wedding and was like, this is history whether you agree with the monarchy or not this is history so i want you to experience this so um i have always been kind of in tune with what's going on um am i surprised by what was revealed um, gianni in the interview some things yes overall no but some things i i was surprised by particularly the way or the abandonment of prince harry seemingly by his father and Buckingham Palace. But I think what was also revealed, aside from the obvious, what was also revealed in this interview as Megan kept referring to the institution. Some people called it the firm, but I think she said the institution. It revealed how much power Queen Elizabeth doesn't have mm-hmm. and how basically she's a placeholder at this point. And obviously this is not um a monarchy really that has any power like they're not ruling anything but people still Mm -hmm. think that elizabeth you know the last word comes out of her mouth which was kind of exposed here um because i think even prince harry said not in the interview that we saw on um sunday but in oprah's subsequent clips from the interview prince harry revealed that last year or before they left he wasn't allowed prince or queen elizabeth wasn't allowed to see him
4: mm.
1: and so if she's the queen allowed. and making all these decisions mm-hmm. then yeah. what do you mean she wasn't allowed so they kind of indirectly gave us you know a bird's eye view of what actually goes on mm-hmm. and let us know that the monarchy is really like a corporation mm-hmm. like make megan mm-hmm. said the institution it's a business, family or no family. Um, but I've been—I've been, I've been talking. I'm curious to see what you all have to say, your yeah. opinions about it, because I have been—you know me—I have been talking about this <laughs> yeah, since yeah. the <laughs> end of since Oprah was like gave the send off, like okay, see you tomorrow morning where we get more clips. But I have had a lot to say about this, and I've been kind of disappointed with some of the discourse that I've seen regarding specifically Megan. But I'm curious to see what your opinions are of the interview and some of the things that you got from
0: it. I like the way they called out the press in England and the tabloids because those tabloids are crazy. I mean, and the tabloids, here we have tabloids. We've had the Inquirer and a bunch of other, the Star Magazine and those tabloids. Eh, People don't take them for real, right? They just don't. But over in the UK, the tabloids are like literal news over there. They, they really follow that stuff. And so when you're putting out all these different tabloid stories and these lies and things like that, and you know you can tell um, when, we talk, when she was talking about the firm and, and um, that, that whoever that is has some connection to uh, the tabloids and the press and some of the story that gets out there. Um, and the fact that you know they, there was no protection, but they really called out, you know, the press. And then you had other people. You know, there was a few people who, um, like Pierce Morgan, who's always that dogged, bama, who's always that bama, yeah, who's always dogged her. <laughs> her um, you know, and that's, he's, you said he said he had a relationship with her. Yeah, it's so,
1: you know, and that and that that's the gist of his anger. That's why he has had all of this vitriol towards her, because apparently before she even met Harry, you know he had met her, um, thought he had befriended her, probably even wanted her, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. and then when she right. met Harry and started dating Harry, she kind of cut him off um, as we yeah. now see with the, for good reason, and he just got so pissed about that, and ever since that moment, he has had nothing to say about nothing good to say about her it's been incessant. Yeah. Attacks over and over and over and over again. So
0: and yeah. I've, I've, yeah, and it, this has been a continuous narrative in those tabloids is that they say that she was using Harry for notoriety, right? And even I so saw I was reading on article yesterday where they said that she was using Harry by doing this interview. I mean, Harry is a grown ass man making his own decisions, and she was the one who was forced to enter his world, not the other way around. You know, in you know, and if you look at what ended up happening um, by him being cut off, they were basically broke by, I mean, by rich people's standards, but, you know. <laughs> well, living in I
1: mean, he said he was thriving off
2: of what his mother left him.
1: Yeah, I mean, he in still case. had Diana's money. I, I think like the biggest, the biggest standards. revelation from that was not necessarily <laughs> just being cut off financially, but also being told that neither no you security. nor your wife nor your son will have security.
0: That that I that mean, like, blew my mind. That's like that the president. That's mind. like Joe Biden's children not having security. I mean telling we you know Joe Biden's children are not going to have security. I mean, why not? Because especially when you already know they're getting attacked daily and getting threats daily, more so than any other person in the royal family, uh, because of the race issue. But um, I do want to get Robbie's rock thoughts because you know he is he lives in a. Um, <laughs> what is it? What is Canada? It's a. didn't commonwealth, right? The commonwealth of England. Oh. yeah. Um.
1: And, and you have the queen on your currency. You have Queen Elizabeth yeah,
3: queen on your is... currency. <laughs> so the royals oh, wow. are somehow connected to you. But that's as far as my relationship with <laughs> royal go. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of Liz. I think the concept of monarchy historically is fascinating. um In this day and age, eh, not so much. But i I right. was really taken aback with um some of the mental health uh stuff that was discussed because that's something that uh I, that lands pretty heavily with me it's i take it very seriously and the lack of support that there seemed to be around that uh for any corporation or institution that's it's just a horrible thing to do um like Liz was saying this is an old company, and let's be honest even during the interview, Megan alluded to the fact that she had no idea what she was getting involved in when she married into the royalty. She didn't do her homework to really know what she was getting into. The old adage, the heart wants what the heart wants, absolutely sticks. But if you go into something completely unprepared, there will be some collateral damage along the way. Um, One of my favorite spots that I heard today, as I was listening to Stephen Colbert, he put it so well when when he said, I'm not I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that there's a possibility, just a possibility, that this selective medieval breeding program is racist. So, let's be honest, the English monarchy has been around for centuries, and they've been a bunch of white dudes and white ladies. I don't see that changing. They're not in any real position of power. It's I'm glad that, you know, this has a happy ending, because apparently if you upset or sadden the English monarchy, um, you're cut off. If you were to upset, say, a prince from the United Arab Emirates, you might just disappear.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, yeah.
3: well, <laughs> you, <well, know. laughs> you know, the fact that moved to California in your $15 million home and they have this money makes it very hard to feel sympathetic he has some for them. He, he has some privilege. At least he acknowledged I'm, it.
0: He acknowledged his privilege on the interview.
3: They do, but it's and we're getting one side of the narrative. There's their side. That's true. There's what actually what how the royals feel about it, and then what actually transpired. Um and Harry did did leave some breadcrumbs for sure, because when they were talking about the racism allegations, I know Oprah in his subsequent comment sat, said. That Harry revealed to her that this wasn't from his grandmother and it wasn't from his it, grandfather. Yeah, so be, to directly It was, William, right. it yeah, was William. It well, was no,
0: William. It
1: was William. Let's make if it you say it was William.
0: Hold on. William reminds me of his, his father. Uh, hold
4: if on, hold on, you on. Pay,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's make it clear. So what came up in the interview was that they said that there was a meeting that Harry had with members of the royal family who said that there were they were questioning what color uh, Archie would be and how that would affect things. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's an important thing to note is that they, they questioned how, you know, if he was gonna be dark skinned, light skinned or what, and that, that was a big issue. How could go he ahead. possibly ever- I mean, Who was it? That was a question. So go ahead, I, I, I
1: 100% believe it was William. If you pay attention to, once Harry came into the interview,
4: mm-hmm.
1: he barely mentioned William. He was quick to call out his father, especially when he noted that his father stopped taking his calls, Mm -hmm. that his father, you know, he felt abandoned by his father, Mm -hmm. that when he went to his father to try to say, we need help, and he was just met with silence, he was quick to call that out. He was quick to say, even in the interview, that he didn't really blame his grandmother, that he was still very close with his grandmother, that he talked about her a lot. But then when Oprah started asking about his relationship with William, that's when he got a little cagey. Mm -hmm. That's when he kind of stiffened up a little bit and was very vague. And when Oprah kept pressing him, because she asked him twice, she asked him the first time he declined to answer. Then she followed, Mm -hmm. came back again towards the end of the interview and asked him, who was the source? Who said to you, who asked you about or questioned what Archie's skin tone would be like?
0: It's either and his William brother or his said, father. It's definitely either his brother or his he, father. But
1: he said, I don't he think said, I can't reveal it. It would be too shocking. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be shocking about Charles. We already know now he what he did right, to okay, Diana. <laughs> that he cheated throughout their marriage. He told the press, the world, that he was never in love with her. He married the jump off mistress after after Diana died. So, um, yeah, I think I think it was William, and he. Was trying to protect William. He didn't really talk about William a lot, at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So I think it was either William on his own, or a combination of William and that. um, I'm trying to be nice with my my words here. Um, William and his wife Kate. I'm just going to call her his wife Kate. Kate.
0: All right, Gianni. We have a few more (laughs) seconds. Do you? you, um, What were your thoughts on the whole thing?
2: Um, Yeah, just alluding it back to 1995, Princess Diana's interview. And kind of comparing the two, it was it's not just the discussion, but it's also kind of like like how Lizzie said this shows you that it that um the monarchy doesn't have that much power or the queen doesn't have that much power. And I feel like back in the day when Diana did that interview, it was a, it was kind of a hint of that as well, because I think that if I'm not mistaken, that Queen Elizabeth didn't like that Diana did that interview and was so transparent in her experience and stuff. So I feel like they they like princess diana does remind me or i'm sorry meghan markle does remind me of how princess diana's like reign was in that time um just because they're kind of unconventional and and just you know, totally different women totally different things but um yeah i just wanted to throw my thoughts out about that all right
1: very quickly in addition to princess diana you know who else megan reminds me of in this moment is princess grace um, who was married to you know um, Prince Rainier of Monaco? Princess Grace was a Hollywood actress, a Hollywood star, and then she met Rainier and married him, had three children with him. But you know, as she got older, she talked about her depression, she talked about her isolation, she talked about how she got no support within that monarchy. So it reminded me of both of them, Princess Diana and Princess Grace.
0: All right, so Paulette Bertrand says, I say it's Charles. Mel Blaine says, uh, it's definitely William. So they have Ooh. money for the mistress Camilla, but they don't have Ooh. money for Megan. It's all BS, it's only because <laughs> she's Black. You better, you better preach, Mel, you better preach. All right, John Rob says, I definitely think it was William, which is sad. The brothers have been distant for some time, yet people even blame Megan for that. Um, Kevin Daxton says Charles never saw combat. Harry has seen some shit. Um he he says, a pilot. No one controls him. Um Jack and Rob says the advisors and cur- courtiers um, courtiers run the show. The Queen is a figurehead at this point. I was shocked when they took Megan's passport. I was actually shocked about that too. I didn't know. Passport, you know, they, they know passport, license,
1: everything. everything.
0: Keys to the car. Everything. <laughs> Sherry Blaine Priest says Uh-oh. I'm catching highlights on the current interview, but as I watch, I'm struck by many similarities. It's almost eerie. I also followed the monarchy institution firm historically. Um, all right. So yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. All right. So let's get into some fun. That was great for hot topics. Thank you, Johnny, for that hot topic. Thank you, really, Gianni. really good one.
4: Thank
0: you, Johnny Definitely a hot <laughs> one for sure. We could probably go on talking about this for even longer. <laughs> Yeah, so, so much. Y'all wanna yeah, so catch
1: fun. me online? some folks
0: out. Oh yeah. Follow yeah, me. Yeah. Follow my Facebook page. Lizzie I'm the Ender's. Alright. Cussing folks out. some folks right. out. Is now it's time for a new segment: movie time with Micah of Black on Black Cinema.
4: Woo! So cool. Alright, welcome,
2: Micah. Out, Micah, what's up? What's
4: up?
0: Now, I know you're becoming a regular to much of our audience, but real quick, tell some of our newer listeners about you and your awesome podcast, Black on Black Cinema. You're muted. I think you're muted. Could be me. Let me see. Yeah, that is me. Sorry about that.
5: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Take two. (laughs) Every, uh every every week uh uh my friends and i we talk about uh uh black movies or movies that star black people or and we do like a deep dive sometimes we get into serious topics sometimes we just want to have fun sometimes it's just fun to kind of crap on a bad movie um and sometimes sometimes you get you know coming to america too, which is you know somewhere in the middle of all that but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on 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 uh on off, on on non movie review days uh we pick a topic uh a hot topic just like you guys do mm-hmm. and uh we expound so that's 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 us
0: nice 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 and you also nice. uh, you're also one of the hosts on the uh, nerd the nerd apocalypse podcast as well so
5: Yes, exactly. the Nerd Pocket Podcast. We yeah. uh we talk about uh all, all things pop culture and let's see what's going on out uh, the
0: uh, there. That's definitely nerdy, definitely
4: nerdy. <laughs> we love it. Uh, we love that's it. So I, it. I just spotted those Spider Pig back
3: there. Spider yeah, page. he's got Spider Pig. <laughs> that's nerdy. Yep.
0: <laughs> all, right. all right, let's start things off with *Coming to America* two, the sequel. To the 1988 coming to America <laughs> 33 years later. Uh, let me play the trailer real quick and then we'll break this thing. Up.
5: You must heed my words before no, no. I'm my son. <laughs> now you will be king, but the throne must pass to a male heir,
2: Hakim. It appears you have a son.
5: He must be found. Prepare the royal jet. We are going back to America. Oh hell no, your majesty. Come on. <laughs> I'm back. Say it right <laughs> in mother. this
4: shop. It's Well, well. Say it
0: again. It is so good to see you. Well, Damn,
4: look who done come up in
5: here. Hey, it's Kunta Kinte and Ebola. Famine and <blood> <laughs> Mandelian winning. Those hungry babies with the flies on the face. <laughs> hey, oh, 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 that's too much. Oh, now you stepped yeah. over the line. <laughs> now we going not be talking that kind of shit about the hungry babies. You're going to get out of my chest.
3: Politically incorrect. <laughs> uh, what are you doing back here, whole Rwanda? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm back. Say it again. all right all
0: right so that was the trailer for coming to america so we'll start off with you micah what were your thoughts on the movie
5: so uh coming to america the original is one of my favorite movies of all time not just favorite comedies but just favorite movies it was lightning in a bottle and and i i it's it's just it's up there. It's in my top five of all time, right? Oh, if I had to okay. choose,
0: I put it much for higher than me, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so
5: so really? there's a there's a um the sequel had a lot to live up to, and I'm trying my yeah. best to not compare the two, but it's a little difficult. Um, I gotta tell you, I I, I can see why people would like this movie. Uh, there's a lot of things that it does right but i can't really recommend it i you know mm-hmm. i i i don't i don't really uh, i i didn't really find much of it funny like uh, uh, it, some of the some of the callbacks were funny but some of the newer stuff only new element that this movie brought to me that i thought was hilarious was wesley snipes I, I thought wesley snipes stole every scene that he was in <laughs> um
0: was, but, was he, he might have been a little overdone but i thought it he was good
4: I
5: th- leslie look, not uh, leslie I, I, i'm not a huge fan of of leslie jones johnny
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> like
0: know. leslie clearly
2: <laughs> but it was I, like I, corny I, yeah
5: yeah look but i i 100 understand why people like this movie like it's 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 like a black hollywood reunion and and you know the costuming was beautiful and and uh some of you know eddie and arsenio they still they could still they could still go but the actual story like the 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 actual plot of finding the sun and, and going through all that, it just felt very weak to me. It I I, just felt you, very I, weak.
0: I have a feeling. I, I really truly believe you just are looking at my notes right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think you hit like every all of hit. Our yeah, single point that I was going to hit. Yeah,
1: at this point. I
2: think
0: hit every single point that I was going to hit. But I know somebody yeah. did like the movie, so let, let's get the Robbie Rock. Let, let, and then we'll get to the other people who did like the movie.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> who, I like who kind the- of like the movie. <laughs> Call back to 88. It's really this was a sequel to Coming to America, and that's all it was. I went in with the expectation of seeing a sequel, and that's what I got. I didn't get a complex storyline, it was funny. I what I really enjoyed was the recast. It was just watching, going, Oh my god, from the original movie, from the original movie, from the original movie, even a lot of the extras and the ancillary characters, and that really was a treat for me. Um, seeing Eddie in Hebrew face again and the world not losing their mind in this day and age, I kind of went, Okay. (laughs) Why aren't we losing our mind about this? But that's okay. Well, because had it been the other way around, people would be talking about it harshly and going, What the hell? But um noting Wesley Wesley Snipes was a real treat also. And Micah, I have to ask, because you're plugged into the movie scene a little bit more than I am. How Have you heard anything about whether or not Wesley was difficult to work with in this production? Because he's notorious <laughs> in Hollywood for being very hard to work with, especially that he's an accomplished martial artist. And he got his ass kicked by three drills <laughs> in this movie.
5: So you are... <laughs> You are you are correct. He is uh, he. If, if Wesley Snipes does not want to work, he you will know. <laughs> but I I but I haven't heard anything, and I think it's because uh, everybody looked like they were having a good time making this movie. They did.
1: That's true. Also, yeah. I saw um, an interview that Wesley did, I believe, like right after um, the movie came out, in which he said he never thought that he would have the opportunity to do this movie. So he was very grateful mm-hmm. for the opportunity. Yeah. And for those of yeah. you who don't know, Wesley Snipes, you know, he's been off the radar for a few years. It was because he was in jail, for
4: Taxes. you know, he got,
1: <laughs> he was in jail, he was locked up for tax fraud. Yeah. Um, so this was a, a second for him to come out. And he's a great actor. Um, you know, he's, he's had some he's great good movies He's over a years.
0: quality actor, I don't know about, you might be pushing it on great. I mean, he was great <laughs> in Blade, but that's because he played a good, Good, uh, good
1: Hello, Nino Brown. Am I my brother? Yes, I he's, am.
4: He's,
5: <laughs> yeah, it. I agree with Liz. He is a he is a very underrated actor. Most people, because he, you know, he got his claim to fame in in these vampire karate movies, right? That's all people associate him with. But he, you know, he can he can do more than just be an action star.
1: <laughs> he was amazing in New Jack City. Okay, but New Jack also, City. Yes,
0: he was very good in New Jack City. Oh,
4: but also, yeah, he was but, but in he New had, Jack had, I mean, what, also, what else do
5: you
0: have anyway, that's not from the nineties? But also, what? because you my, you my, my white boy's
1: versatile. Why? Right? Huh? My was in jail. I just told you he was in jail. He anyway. was in jail for, 30 <laughs> for a long years.
2: time, apparently. <laughs>
1: he got married he has some babies that doesn't you know discredit like the work that he has done if you look at remember his role in waiting to exhale and that was kind of a surprise shocking performance as well like i've never in my life swooned over wesley snipes but he gave you something in waiting to exhale where you're like damn I i want some married guy to come save me my soul like that so yeah, I I, appreciate, I appreciated um I appreciated having him in this movie and he has talked about how he thought that this was a great opportunity for him. So I don't think Rob, I don't think he was acting out this time. <laughs> I think he was on his good I think he was on good behavior this time. Oh, so a Wesley was real quick you before you say something to
0: Johnny, hold on. was a comment okay. online. Jackson Robinson pointed out Wesley originally auditioned for the role of Daryl um in the original. Uh, but that part went to Eric LaSalle. That's interesting.
1: So and and it would have been great to see, you know, the original Soul Glow, <laughs> original in, soul glow. in this movie. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, Gianni. I cut yeah. you off. Go ahead, Gianni. Um, though, I was just gonna touch on you guys' favorites in the movie because I know that we all kind of agree, or for the most part, I feel like most people agree that it was definitely what a sequel is. It's not like this great storyline that brought us to some other revelation. It's it's kind of not mediocre. That's rude. But it's like it's kind of pred- predictable. So I, feel, so I feel like who else in the movie do you guys feel like brought this together besides, um, besides Wesley and Eddie? Hopefully, you guys think that. I don't think Leslie was like this hilarious person, but I think that she she made people she laugh. Yeah, she, she I mean, she. Like
4: I say,
2: I,
0: hold on. I, I didn't mean to get so. I, I I just want to say I thought the movie was okay. Right. I agreed mm-hmm. with I agree with Micah saying that, you know, it was it wasn't extremely funny, didn't really make me laugh very often. Um, you know, it felt like it was just a nostalgia piece with a bunch of cameos that was trying really, really, really hard to be funny. And it was reusing and repurposing a lot of old jokes, like Micah pointed out. I mean, that's what I really felt. It's that's good. what they were doing, just reusing a lot of but the new there was not a lot of new material in here. And you know, and then if you and look I- at like go ahead. And I was just
1: gonna say I, I agree with you. I think that's where they missed the mark in terms yeah. of the script and the storytelling. Yeah. Like they basically redid the original. Right. Um, in which I in going into the this, I expected week. a new story. Yeah. I expe- like there were like I yeah. said, there were elements, there were moments that I enjoyed, there were moments where I laughed, but I was expecting a new story, not the same old, same old.
0: And the screenplay um, was by Kenya Barris, who did Blackish and uh and Blackish. Oh, Black-ish. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kenya, you know kenya needs to take a break he's a little tired right now He, you I, know he needs <laughs> to take a little break a little breather you know come back with some fresh ideas fresh eyes um but the, but, the, the screenplay
5: was also the screenplay was also done by the two guys who did the original okay. plus kenya barris so oh, yeah oh, it shoot. was the three of them
0: in so it just
5: ones. you know there's a lot there's a lot that um that we can kind of pick apart and we do it on the, the latest episode of black on black cinema. Like there's this kind of half-assed, uh, feminism, uh, oh, story yeah, that, they're that they're trying to thing. do, they really
3: didn't go but they that. didn't, right? but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. It How was, so? it was, it was so changing the rules about <laughs> monarchy, but even that, even
0: that <laughs> it was like, right. but it, it, when he says half-assed, I mean, it was just a one little scene at the end that pulled it together. I don't want to say what but happened, even, but I'm just saying it was one even, scene. They pulled it in, but they didn't, otherwise it wasn't addressed.
1: But even that was even that little half assed effort, in my opinion, was hypocritical. So Michael talked about how he really wasn't or isn't a fan of Leslie Jones. Um, I was disappointed in her portrayal in this movie. It, oh, was, you, almost oh, as, in, yeah. it was almost as if, yeah,
4: almost as if the ghetto a black girl, that was bad. The ghetto
1: black girl based on prison. To the point where when Eddie Murphy first, Eddie Murphy's character first referenced her and he was trying to remember how she could possibly be, and we're doing a little spoiler here, how she could possibly be the mother of a child that he reared, he referred to her as a boar. He was just like, you know, I just remember a oh, boar. Yeah. Being, and so oh, being wow, attacked boy, by a boar. I
2: didn't and I'm it.
1: just like, uh, okay. <laughs> so now yeah. we have obvious, you know,
4: and the fact that you had to
2: be drugged by
1: her to be to sleep exactly
4: so right i mean it's
1: outspoken dark-skinned black woman and this is how you write her into the script That's a good like, point. like i i didn't I like that. That's, that. that that's a good point i didn't like that part of it yeah. um yeah. i will say this though the young man who played let me look up his name again because i just lost it micah help me out the young man who played uh,
5: jermaine fowler the
1: son, Ed Murphy's son. He's from the area, y'all. He's from PG County.
4: Whoop,
1: he's a local.
5: He's a local comedian.
1: He's a local kid, so yeah. I, I, I appreciated that, you know, seeing some local talent up there. Um, as yeah. for my quick take, I'm with um, Gianni. I'm with Micah. I'm with Neo. I thought it was
0: meh. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Yeah. We got um. We got some comments online, real quick, because we got to get to the next one. But I see uh, we have Naomi Nip15 on TikTok, just sent us a bunch of fire. So thank you, Naomi. <laughs> Make sure you follow her. Um, we have, we have uh, so Mel Blaine says they could have they come up with a better storyline than Eddie getting
5: date rate. Date <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's what it was, right? Yeah. Like, that's what it was. Like, I mean, come on.
0: Jacqueline Robinson like says, that. I love the actress who played the eldest daughter. I, expect her to, I expected her to take the throne uh, yes. and be recorded. Yeah, I think that would have I been a better storyline to me, It was beautiful.
3: Um, it yeah, wasn't, the she, actually, wasn't her I mean, time, though. It the wasn't the time was like, in the monarchy for that change to happen. Change, so yeah. change is announced, but change is to come.
1: The, action, the actress <laughs> who played the middle daughter is Eddie Murphy's daughter. I believe she mm-hmm. is the youngest daughter of Eddie Murphy's five Five children with oh, his really? wife, wife Nicole. Yes, um, that's his. I think that's the youngest daughter. Yeah,
0: with the glasses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so George Fournier says, "Unfortunately, sequels rarely live up to expectations." Um, let's see. That's true. Uh, Jacqueline Rob says, "I actually enjoyed the movie. Please check it out for yourselves. I had no idea Wesley could be so yeah. funny. So apparently, people really like Wesley." Thank um, you, Jackie. I thought he I thought he, he had a good. <laughs> I thought he had a good performance. I've just, you know, it, it was, I, it was still like, overall, it was lackluster. I think um, actually the best performance was probably for me, the little, the, the young girl who was trying to
2: take How about it Tiana Taylor? <laughs>
5: yeah, I, <don't> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know who Tiana, I don't know who superhero. Tiana Taylor is. She
4: I, was West I don't know who Donna. that
5: is. No, she no, I, I know she was, I know. I'm talking about the actress. I, I don't oh. know who she is. Apparently oh, yeah. she's a singer um i don't know She's ma- what he's also
1: married to a, a former nba player iman shumpert um that's okay. his wife yeah. yeah
5: oh okay okay i just um i just i i don't know i don't know her singing ability uh but uh, <laughs> no don't 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 sing a prince song don't sing guess- a prince song <laughs> <laughs> just, Please <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> want but
1: sing- micah guess what she just got cast to star as deon warwick and the Warren item, oh, wow. yes. Oh wow! Really? Okay. Ooh. Wow. Right. Now there is yeah. there is a slight resemblance there, but yeah, I don't know. I, can if she see it. Act, I don't know if she has the acting chops for that. But yeah,
0: there's definitely a
4: type resemblance
0: there. All right. And Naomi Nip fifteen <laughs> on uh, TikTok says, "I feel y'all. I feel y'all." All right. Let's get on. Let's move on because we have another one we wanted to get to. Uh, the oh, United your
4: States. Up, folks.
0: The this United is, States Serious really now. holiday. Serious now. Yeah, this, this we're gonna change, completely change direction. United States versus Billie Holiday, starring the well, first time actress, Andra Day, a biopic about the legendary jazz singer, Billie Holiday. Um, let me quickly play this trailer and then I know we have a lot to say about it.
4: So.
2: Don't you know who this is? She was thinking of something more special. I'm downright flashy, you know.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Billie
2: Holiday. Reporters keep asking me, Billy, why you do the things you do? This is what I tell them.
4: I loving
5: me. We love you. Why not take on. says Billy Holiday is the voice of our people.
2: I think we should integrate the audience for this show. Let's change it up a little bit. You know, blacks and whites sitting together
0: what you're getting yourself into when you decide to come on the road. Get
1: out my goddamn clothes.
0: I'm gonna take everything except your bra and your man.
2: Which <clears throat> one of my songs is your favorite
5: song? Fruit.
2: Yeah, it's a song about important things, you know. Things that are going on in the country.
1: Ooh, Trevante. That's
3: holiday one causing a lot of people to think the wrong
2: <laughs> things.
3: It's started for the so-called civil rights movement. Those lyrics provoke like. <laughs> <people. laughs> Y'all got a plan?
0: She's a drug addict exactly i cut strange fruit
2: i want to sing the damn song it's
4: for your own good okay
2: i sing it the fuck i want
4: mm-hmm. southern, southern trees get her off that stage they're strange free.
2: Sing, no clubs, no money, no nothing. You gotta understand, baby, right now I'm in a situation. But you say we could beat this building. I need some now.
4: Blood on the leaves.
0: You're like a hammer, come right back and it hit harder than before.
4: He's singing it for all of us. Ain't no
1: other
2: Negro star bold enough to do it. Black body swinging. I'm being followed no fears. In the
5: breeze. She's made something of herself and you can't take it because she's strong, beautiful and black.
4: Strange fruit and hanging
2: up.
5: Fat.
4: Think I think I'm going to stop singing that song, you grandkids will be singing Strange Fruit. Yeah. All right, guys,
0: Woo! all right. That was so, amazing. All right, Micah, we're going to start off with you again. Um, your initial thoughts on uh, Billy Holiday.
5: So let me say, first off, I, uh, this film was directed by Lee Daniels, and I'm, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Lee Daniels. I think um, a lot of his work is, I, I, I think a lot of what he does as a filmmaker is just plotting, and, and, but he's one of those filmmakers that, that can get uh, uh, good actors to be in his movies uh, and pluck some people from obscurity. Um and he did it here because uh oh, I will say yes. that andre day Andre Day is amazing wow. she is absolutely like amazing in this wow. movie and, and if i 'm being honest uh, her performance if i 'm being honest is the reason why I stuck around um in terms of uh read my actual notes, buddy. stop <laughs> <laughs> in terms yeah. of of the actual notes i mean uh, or the 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 actual film it just feels like. Uh, uh, Lee Daniels is just kind of all over the place right but but he's all over the place but at the same time he's only focused on this like later aspect of Billie Holiday Mm -hmm. and it would be like it would be like focusing on a Whitney Houston biopic but focusing on like her drug years right like Mm -hmm. like there's more to that person and I feel like there's more to Billie Holiday um but look Come for come for Andre Day and and you will be amazed at this woman's performance. It it is it is a, a star-making turn.
0: Yeah, let me go to Gianni Storm next.
2: Oof. I don't i I'm almost speech I'm almost speechless because it was a really, really great performance by Andra. And it I think I'm even more shocked that I just found out that it was her first time acting, like on screen. Right?
4: So, right?
2: I'm like, where did you find her? Like like you said, from obscurity. So um, I watched them. I watched it twice, the first time I fell asleep because it was late at night, but um, I watched it twice, and it was, like Micah said, I like how Micah, I like your eye, because like, you almost know how a movie is supposed to carry you, like how you said it was kind of like everywhere in the movie, I felt that, and I felt like it was just me, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just, it's a lot going on, but it's good to hear from other people, so I'm glad I'm doing this. But um, it felt like it was everywhere at first. I Mm -hmm. think that I liked the plot when it started getting to Strange Fruit, like the Strange Fruit um, song and how that was, like how that story played out. I think that I liked Everybody Hates Chris. What's his name? The Everybody Hates Chris character.
3: Girl, I was like, where have I, I seen
2: this little
3: boy before? Well, Williams. Yeah. I, I know him from the I know, I
0: referring to him in my head, the everybody hates Chris guy. <laughs> I'm like, I can't yeah, it. I, I like, love I looked at his name, I still can't remember
4: before.
2: it. <laughs> I loved I love <laughs> seeing him. <laughs>
5: but <laughs> But with some um, respect on Tyler that... James Williams' name. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
5: that's his name. I'll Thank
4: remember you. it. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody hates Chris. That's his name.
2: Everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. <laughs> Chris Everybody's going to remember <laughs> him insane. from that. But um, also, I really like, um, I thought he could have do done a better acting job, but the, the one that Liz just screamed for, the dark-skinned one with the nice. Girl, don't make
1: me come for you. Don't make me <laughs> <Trevante> <laughs> I'm with you on this one. Go
2: ahead. Go his so you, his, character, yeah, piece, his character's
1: name was Jimmy Fletcher. His character's name was Jimmy Fletcher. Jimmy Fletcher. But in real okay, life, Jimmy. he is the Jimmy. finest
2: that is Trevante Rhodes. Yes, Lord. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very, very, very handsome. But I think that he, um, I didn't like his acting. It felt like he was just leaning on Andra. Like, mm-hmm. it was like he, he was kind of leaning on her acting, it felt like that a little bit, but or he that. was relying on her acting and his looks or something something was going off there.
5: Yeah. But um so, I
2: think that everything did a great job so far.
5: So regarding Travante Rose's character, his character existed in real life, but you really can't find much on him. So Travante Rose was kind of Yeah, Trevante oh. Rose was kind of given a little bit of leeway to kind of do whatever. Right. But I, I but this is where this is where a director comes in. It's like, you know, I need you to do this, mm-hmm. right? And, and instead of just like pointing <laughs> the camera mean? and letting <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> so,
5: if, he, if he felt a little, if he felt a little weak, it's because Travante Rose really didn't have anything to, to, to go off of.
4: Okay,
2: then that's understandable then. They don't, they didn't know much about Jimmy, the real Jimmy.
1: Yeah,
4: no. Yeah. There's no, not a lot of knew- information. No, in there,
2: and I, what I was reading, there's not, um...
0: There's no corroboration that they actually had a romantic relationship, so right. um, I mean he he did exist. It just there's no corroboration they actually had a romantic relationship. Hi, right,
3: Robbie. Oh, um, this is a movie that landed. It's, it's a powerful, powerful piece of cinema, and I recommend that people take it in. I enjoyed a lot of the cinematography, just as far as flipping back into some of the black and white, some of the grainier footage, then hopping into a modern HD. So it covered the gamut and it was, it was relevant to what was happening in the story. Um, I learned a lot uh, about Billie Holiday's story from the movie and i watched it last night with my wife and today uh, during my breaks and downtime, I did some fact checking. I did a little bit of research into this woman's story. And other than being, a beautiful a, a gifted singer i really didn't know anything about her and this was uh, hey. it was another real history lesson for me and uh, garrett hedlund playing commissioner enslinger uh, uh he always plays lawmen so well that sh- that shitty lawman he plays that shitty character <laughs> so well
4: except for when, except for when
1: he was in four brothers with marky mark Except for
2: when he was Fair. in Four Brothers He Mark was.
0: Mark. I knew I seen him. I <laughs> no, knew. I was wondering where know. I saw him before. Is that where I saw him <laughs> oh, that's
4: good. Wow.
2: Like, he, really, he really played that fed. That's a good movie, by the truity. way. I like Four Brothers. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, no, and that's, I right?
3: think that he played that that, that uh, Harry Anslinger character very, very well as far as his relentless persecution, just targeting this poor woman and making her the figurehead of something that it wasn't and strange fruit. Man talk about yeah. a powerful powerful song like and historically I can appreciate why Billy chose to sing this song because it needed to be sung and I can appreciate not appreciate I can understand why the American government felt so threatened and scared of this and during this time period because because they wanted to keep legend black, and black well, that's why God damn I didn't man, understand like it, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's it's such a powerful, powerful movie. I, I would recommend anyone to watch it because it uh, it lands. You're, you're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to feel. Yeah, you are going to feel. Yeah, alive.
2: absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. Do you mind if I go before you? I, I just want right, to. Yeah. All right. So I think the movie was great. I mean, but it was all about, as Micah, Micah said, Um, it was all about Andrew Day. She was captivating. Yeah. I mean, it reminded me of Training Day with Denzel, right? Sometimes there's movies that are just in her okay. element. Because Den- Training Day was an okay movie, but Denzel made the movie, right? The same thing with this don't, movie, 100 Day. Don't sleep I mean, on Ethan I, I watched don't
1: it on Ethan
0: Hawke. I watched it three times, well, two and a half. <laughs> yeah, like you don't even remember who was in Training Day you halfway. Remember Ethan Hawke? I don't know it was Ethan Hawke, but I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but in this, but I watched it like three Ethan times. Her, she, you just, like, oh, yeah. you can't help but watch her and see her face, her facial expressions, the way she talks. I mean, I felt like I
4: knew and
0: Billie it. Holiday. It was so raw. Yeah. I felt like I really got to know who Billie Holiday was through Andre Day's performance. So, I mean, and then I, the watched, I watched The Lady Sings the Blues. And, no, that was more of a performance art. I mean, it was a good performance by Dana Ross. Andre Day embodied... You know, Billy Holiday, and that was that was really what it's really all about. Andre Day, you have to watch it for that performance, and she better win an Oscar. Go ahead, Lizzie. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So I absolutely loved it, loved it, loved everything about it. Um, to the point where I had to step back. I was like, okay, like Rob said, it was a lot. It was a lot, and but it taught me a lot also because, like Neil just pointed out, you know, I saw late, I saw Lady Sings Blues um back in the 80s you know my mom was a big fan of diana ross i was not but we and but and billy d williams like all the black ladies love billy d williams back in the day so he played one of her husbands um in the movie i think it was mckay McKay. i think he played the mckay lady. um in in lady sings uh-huh. the blues and so
0: her later, um, her later husband the one who was in the hospital the, with her,
1: the second husband yeah um so i i went into it thinking okay is this going to be a lady sings the blues reboot no it wasn't hmm. it actually gave you everything that the title suggests the us versus yes. Billy holiday and that yeah. portion of the story i had never heard before like yeah i you know i knew about the song i had heard the song before i didn't know the backstory. About how the government came after her specifically for this song. But I also didn't know the backstory. Like, I knew that she was bisexual. So, that relationship that they gave you that she had with Tulula Bank, that was 100% factual. But I didn't know a lot about um, where the root of her substance abuse came from and so to see you know to hear and that she was raped history
0: at, i had no idea about her childhood
1: raped history at 10, yeah. that her mother was a prostitute her mother had her living in brothels her mother suggested that she go at 10 12 years old that she go and you know start working this man working this job like i knew none of that um and i really honestly i don't even think i knew how bad her addictions were or mm-hmm. that she didn't die of it like i always thought she died of a drug overdose which she did not like she had a host of other issues Drugs. um cirrhosis of the liver which is you know yeah. connected to drinking um which you know kind of shook yeah. me up a little bit um but also there were heart issues as well so i i learned a lot but like both uh, everyone here has said andra gave the performance of a lifetime
0: i mean it was amazing
1: um and to think that again like Gianni said this was, this was her first time acting in a in, in any you know film role Thanks. and she talked about how she had never smoked cigarettes she wasn't a drinker you know th- this was stuff that she had to do had to incorporate to embody billy holiday and so i loved it i appreciated it I think every moment of it she
0: lost and gained weight too yes she uh, she said she lost, she said little she
1: little lost little like 50 little. pounds yep. i think
0: Yep. Um, I mean, I
1: love every was, bit of it.
0: I mean, she she made she sure she made the best of her first. She also said
1: that she spent a lot of time with actual heroin addicts.
0: Yeah, because so oh so she my God.
1: Learn, so she could learn from them about what that type of addiction is about.
0: I mean, when you um, saw her doing the drugs, it was it was unlike, you know, when I watched Lady Sings the Blues again. And you saw her trying to act like she was a drug addict. It wasn't what a drug addict looks like. This is what a drug addict looks like. Andre Day's performance, fantastic. I mean, I have, fantastic. I, mean, I don't know the words.
1: But let me ask you all one question about Andre Day's performance. And maybe this is just me, because I thought it was an amazing performance. But did anyone see or have like little images of, Rihanna shooting at them <laughs> as she was on screen. Like there were moments when they, when she appeared on screen, I'm like, that looks like Re. Oh no, 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 she that's Andrea. Like, yeah. I
3: was,
2: I, I was just like, what? It's, know, like, right like,
3: it's like right here. It's like right in this area. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and it's funny that you say yeah. that because I had those moments with Tiana Taylor in Coming to America also, where it's just like, uh, really looks like. Yeah, nice.
2: it's something right here. It's like something right here Tiana, in this area. Tiana looks-, Tiana looks like
4: Rihanna.
3: There, there are definitely some moments.
4: Exactly.
3: <laughs> so, Johnny, thank you for being a white corner gone. on this one, Johnny. Thank
4: you.
3: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna, oh,
4: go, we're gonna put God. them together.
5: Yeah, we I'm have, looking at, we're gonna I'm do good. a
4: little I'm, comparison.
5: Perfect. I'm looking at Andre uh photo f- on Wikipedia. Yeah, she looks very much like Rihanna in that yeah. picture. A little
4: bit. It just kept
1: popping yeah. up in my head. I'm like, no, stay focused, Newman. Stay
4: focused.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so quick comments online. We're looking at um, George Fournier says, haven't seen this movie yet, but sounds like the leading actress delivered a similar performance to the one Jamie Foxx did in the movie Ray. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. We said... Uh, Vicky, uh, Vicky Smith. They found her in Deltaville. That's my sore. I guess that's uh, where they found Andre Day. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Jacqueline Smith. Um, yep. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts on that, Micah?
5: Um, like I said, uh, Andre Day's performance is worth the price of admission. Um, it, it's it's a it's a star-making role and um it's it's a movie that between the two films that we spoke of today this one would be the one that i would see even
0: with the plot issues and stuff like that and and right even throughout
3: were not great but that was Andre hundred days was great so a bit of a disclaimer with that one micah depending on your mood if you're feeling a little vulnerable yeah. <laughs> oh
4: yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. It
2: is a heavy movie. It can be. It is. It, it
0: is. Be, yeah. It is. It is. All right. So because that I is...
1: think a lot of people think they're just gonna see a performance type movie.
0: Yeah, no. And that's... I, I, I no, expected you're, that. You're gonna, learn, you're gonna you're gonna learn who Billy Holiday is. You're gonna you're gonna feel like you, just you met do... Billy Holiday.
5: You do yeah. get a lot of performances in it though you do get a lot of performance oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah the musical yeah. yes oh my See, the it, music is excellent this that's movie. a great point
0: i mean i actually started yeah. listening to billy Holiday. i mean i really enjoyed this movie this month i started <laughs> listening to billy Holiday's downloading. music i was just playing it in the background while i was working and i would i would argue that uh, andre day sounded better than billy Holiday. <laughs> i would argue that was
2: andre day singing
3: We'll we'll I say that she sounds her, I that Somebody, we go, we go, we go.
5: I'm
0: just saying, I'd argue. I, I know, I know. There's a good argument against it, but I'm just saying.
5: I mean, you know, technology. So you know, sound quality. You know? <laughs> Maybe that is. Come back to
1: the room, Liz. Come back. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all deal with him
2: because
0: I can't. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's gonna come online. I I, I'm sure I might get I canceled for that one. I might get canceled
2: for that I one. I gotta look it up. She, right. she is a singer, though, I think. But no, I she is. She is. No, yeah, she I is. Think, oh, my God, she yes. Is. She's a great singer. Um, she, 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 she
1: said, wait, did she sing at the inauguration? No. She sang on New Year's Hello. Eve. Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve. Yeah. Um, but yes, she, she's definitely she's a definitely singer a that's singer. out there. Yeah. Um, but come on now. Stop
0: right. it, Neo. All right. So that's all Stop the time it. we have for this segment, Micah. <laughs> I know you're going to stick around for the game, but tell, quick, tell people real quick where they can find you on Black on Black Cinema and The Nerdpocalypse. Uh,
5: you can search Black on Black Cinema uh, online, literally anywhere. Uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, just look for Black on Black Cinema and right. uh, The Nerd Nerdpocalypse. All right, cool. All
0: right. See you in just a few seconds.
1: I like
0: that graphic. Me
1: too. I like a, those fun
0: graphics. Like those <laughs> graphics. All right, all right. So as always, we love to end our show with a fun game show. All right. Oh, let's see. It looks like uh, something's off on my. Can't see it. All right. Let me see if we can get Mike up in here. yeah talk to me can i hear you uh hello all right good i can hear you (laughs) (laughs) for some reason this graphic thing is off center all right let's see if we can get it back on center
2: micah you need to host an award show
0: you have a great (laughs) voice
2: or you know what he needs to do like
1: um like have his own radio show like have you ever thought about taking over in in the aftermath of melvin Lindsay and doing the quiet storm on whur
5: oh, the
1: quiet
5: storm
2: you? on w- prepared.
0: so today's game is movie trivia and i'm going to make it even harder for the rest of our crew because we have micah the film expert.
5: Uh, uh, no, no. I, I have terrible recalls. So we are all, right. all on a level playing field. All right, let's see how we go. All right,
0: really simple. We'll go around the horn. I'll ask the question uh, and give you the multiple choice answers. Your, if you answer correctly, you get a point. Person with the most point wins the game and gets the final thought for the end of the show. All right, so let's get started. First question goes to Lizzie Enders. In the movie, Back to the Future, what year does McFly travel back in time to? Is it 1945, 1950, 1955, or
1: 1960? I'm gonna surprise you all. I have never seen, I've never watched Back to the Future. Oh
0: my God. None of them?
1: None of them, none of them. And I can't tell you why, because, because I am an 80s child okay so i can't tell you why i glossed over this movie skipped it i've seen every other 80s movie except this one that's but that's i'm funny. going to i'm going to say 55. Oh, is that right, look
0: probably? at you you get it correct <laughs> nice good guess way to guess it all <laughs> right Lizzie definitely gets a point oh by the way this trivia is brought to you by buzzfeed all right cool. this is for robbie rock and clueless Cher was wearing a dress by which designer when she was held up? Was it Armani, Alai, Versace, or Comme des Garcons?
3: Oh. Come on, Rob. Come on, Rob. about this movie. You're so... clueless about the clueless movie. <laughs> I am. Given the time period, I'm going to say Versace? I'm guessing that's wrong. But let's
0: see. That is incorrect. It's a lie, a lie. All right, Rob V. Rock. Right. It is right. a lie. It, it is. Right, it's a lie. Right. <laughs> it's a
4: lie. It's a
0: lie. All right, Gianni Storm. Oh, you're getting easy one. We'll look at this. In Coming to America, Prince, Akeem, and Simi take jobs Yo, working at Yo. a <laughs> Uh-uh. We we're <laughs> not having this, you We not taking
4: this,
1: you McDonald's.
0: No. <laughs> was it Walmart, McDonald's, Chuck E. Cheese, or Blockbuster Video? <laughs> it was McDonald's. 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 That is correct. <laughs>
5: that is correct. Right? right now, watch. I get something about Citizen Kane or something. Exactly.
0: Like that. <laughs> Whoa,
4: close. All
0: right. Where did oh. Kevin's family travel to in Home Alone? Was it This is for Micah. Was it Paris, New York,
5: London, or Los Angeles? Oh my God. Um, I'm gonna. Mom, I, I know the second. I know the second one was New York, right? So the first Michael. one had to be mm-hmm. like Paris, right?
4: wee wee we we. We, 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 Michael. Yes. Right. Yes.
5: Right. I was about to say. Right. Yes. Right. My wife would have killed correct. me. correct. No.
0: Okay, the only one who got me wrong was Robbie Rock. All right. All right. Um, what is the name? This is for lizzie Enders. What is the Why name?
4: are you giving and I <laughs> what?
0: what is the name of the villainous Toy Story? In Toy Story 3, was it Hugs a Lot? Hattie? Lazo oh, I know. Fizzo. The villainous teddy bear in Toy Story 3. So easy. Mm. Like. <laughs> Kevin Thaxton got Los Angeles wrong in the last
4: one. Because <laughs> he don't know nothing. Um, Home Malone lost. Patty? Patty? That is incorrect. <laughs> it was Lotso,
0: Lotso. Lot, uh, Lotso, uh, Lotso, I haven't
2: seen Incorrect.
0: incorrect. <laughs> All right. Next, Robbie Rock. You should be able to get this, Robbie Rock. In yeah, Batman yeah, yeah. Returns, Selena Kyle became Catwoman after what happened to her? She was mugged by one of the Penguin's henchmen. She witnessed a crime and wanted to take revenge. Her boss, Max Shrek, Pushed her out of a window. It was never really explained. <laughs> out the window, you go. Out the window. Malt okay. Shrek pushed yeah. her out the window. Let's see if that is, that is correct. Correct. All hey, right. Yeah. Robbie's on the board. Robbie is <laughs> on the board. All right. This is for Gianni. Gianni, what is the name of Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park? Was it Dr. Elliot Grant? Dr. Max Donner, Dr. Ari Richards, or Dr. Ian
2: Malcolm? I'm trying to go back to age six right now, like, and trying to remember, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck. Um, ooh, on, okay. Easy, let me just guess. Easy. Easy. easy.
4: I'm Lucy, trying my, to see if you guys are spelling it with long. your
2: eyes. Dr. Elliot. Oh, okay. You got um, Dr.
0: Elliot Grant, McDonough, Ari Richards, or Ian Malcolm.
2: Oh, Dr. Malcolm Ian or Malcolm.
4: Ian Malcolm. That is correct. Man. Yes. Man. yes. you need to, right. to play the, to
1: the lottery. In the
0: lead. Look at you. <laughs> that was my clue. Oh, this is a great one for you, Micah. <laughs> Thank
2: you, Liz. Oh, my, that was, it was on, good.
0: man. All right. What is the name of the oh, cheerleading right. team?
2: This is so damn
0: easy! Oh my yeah. god! Oh, on, yeah. oh my god! Union's character Isis is the captain of in Bring It On. Was it the Wildcats, uh, the Clovers, the Knights, or you the Eagles? Nice,
1: I am, Michael. You could smoke it. You could smoke it.
5: I'm assuming the <laughs> only thing said, you can I smoke.
2: Expert points. I'm assuming the only thing
5: you can smoke
2: is a I clover. <laughs>
0: There you go. <laughs> Clovers is your final answer.
5: That yeah, that's terrible. my boy. Because I would have got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Good this now. is the final round. This is the Good final now. round. All right. So Lizzie Ender's okay. in Mean Girls. The Plastics performed a dance to which Christmas song at the Winter Talent Show? Was it "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree," "Jingle Bell Rock," "All I Want for Christmas Is You," or "Last Christmas"? Mean Girls. All I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you. All I want for Christmas is
1: That is incorrect. In, the best, incorrect.
0: in the best. Lizzie is in the out way. of the running.
1: Let's <laughs> see, I've been helping everybody else. That's what uh, a good host do. I, uh, I thought you would know it. All
0: right. This is for Robbie Rock. I I've
1: Entangled. only seen that movie once. I've only seen Entangled.
0: What is Flynn Rider's real face. name? Entangled. Is it Eugene Fitzroy? I love that movie. Robert? Herbert Barney, Melvin Orvelert,
4: or Morris Mortimer. Flynn Rider's Uh, real name.
3: Yeah, it would... Melvin sticks out.
0: Melvin Orvelert. That is incorrect. (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) You are out of the running as well. So it comes down (laughs) to Gianni Storm and Micah Payne. All right. Let's see what we got. All right. What is the name? This is for Gianni Storm. Ooh, what is it. the name of the magazine that Miranda Presley was editor in chief of in Devil's Wears Prada? I know who I know, I know Lizzie should know this one, right? Was it Mode, Runway, Elegant, or Fashion? The name of the magazine, uh, I want to say Elegant, chief. Elegant, but I, I don't know, but I think it's is elegant. that your guess, yeah. Elegant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Elegant is incorrect. It was runway. Runway. So that is incorrect. All right, Micah. You can take Michael it with Wayne. this one, Micah. All right. You can take it right here, Micah. Take it all. Okay. Aww. Oh my God. <laughs> if you don't get this one, no. South there's Korea. something wrong. <laughs>
5: it's South Korea. South, South, South Korea. It's South Korea. It's South Korea. <laughs> all
0: right, let me read what it is. Black Panther, T'Challa. Okay, <laughs> and Nakia traveled to which country in search of vibranium being sold on the black market? Japan, Brazil, South Korea, England. You say South Korea? That is correct. correct. <laughs> all right, all right. Michael, Michael
1: I'm just hey.
4: gonna
0: say,
1: I got some easy questions over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: easy <laughs> questions. All right, all right, Michael. You're gonna have to stick around for the final thoughts. So hang out just one second. We get some shout outs in. We'll keep you around for that, too, as well. All right. All right, guys. Let's close it out with some shout-outs. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> <We can laughs> this <money>. <laughs> is one of those days, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's bring Micah back in. Get some shout outs in. All right, shout outs. Let's start with Gianni Storm. Shout out.
2: Um, shout out to um. Oh well, shout out to Micah because <laughs> shout out oh. to Micah. This is one of my favorite segments. <laughs> I love breaking down movies, and I love that you have an entire podcast dedicated to black movies. So shout out to you, Micah. <laughs> All right, Robbie, rock Thank
3: you. All right, so shout-out to yesterday's birthdays. Very special shout-out to my son, Zachary, uh, who turned 27. Uh, Shout-out to my cousin, Jesse. Not too sure how old Jesse turned, but I hope that uh, he can get back to doing his (laughs) gig soon. He's a DJ who's uh, toured internationally. And a shout-out to my coworker Michelle, who's one of our developers. So three in one day. All right, that's awesome. Easy day of Uh birthdays.
4: Good birthday. Shout
1: out to the Duke Blue Devils who just killed Louisville in the second round of the ACC tournament, 70-56. Oh. Um, Duke has had a horrible season, but if they win the ACC tournament, they get an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. So whoop, whoop, let's go, Blue. Let's go, Blue. <laughs>
0: right, no my shout out is to my beautiful wife. She was online today listening in. So great comments today as well. It was a lot of fun. All right, Micah, any shout-outs?
5: I'd uh, like to uh, shout-out uh, all the people that I do podcasts with. Uh, Jay, Tiara, Andy, Brad, uh, all those fine people. Uh, shout-out to you guys. Thank you for uh, having me on. Thank you for putting up with me uh, oh, three awesome. months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um shout out to my wife because I've seen Malcolm and Marie and I know if you win something and you do not shout out your wife, you're gonna have an <laughs> argument in black and white for hour and a half. So shout out to my wife, Eric. That's why I Love don't forget to do it once
0: in a while. I can't give her every shout out, but I make sure I get it in when I can. <laughs> All right guys, and if you if you have a business event or person you want to give a shout out to, follow our host on social media and reach out to any of them on our social media news feeds we may just shout you out live and that is all the time we have for today, I'd like to thank all of you for joining us, we hope that maybe you learned something, gained a new perspective, even got some things off your chest, don't forget like, follow, subscribe at TLS Live Show, and if you'd like to donate paypal.me tlsdonate TLS donate, now if you missed any of today's episodes, subscribe on YouTube to catch clips and replays And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Our next live show is on Sunday, March 14th, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. And we'll have up-and-coming singer, actress, and social media influencer, Olivia Griffin. And Friday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, don't forget to check out Gianni Storm and Olivia E. on TLS Unscripted. And our winner... Our winner for the final thought of the day is our guest, Micah Payne of Black on Black Cinema Podcast and the Nerd With easy
1: movie questions. With easy movie questions. We
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: did get some easy, easy win. wins.
5: Final thought, um, Thanks uh, again, guys, for having me. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, to all of you listening out there, uh, go to the nerdpocalypse.com, uh, uh, subscribe there, go to blackonblackcinera.com, subscribe there. If you like video games, go to densepixels.com and subscribe there. I'm on Ooh. all of those shows. Thank Ooh. you very much for having Dance me. Guys.
0: Very Pixel. cool, Micah. Oh, I didn't even know you were on that one. I'm to check that one out. All right, thank you, Micah, for joining us. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Liz. And all the people behind the scenes, Jose and Olivia, we will see you next time.
4: shenanigans. shenanigans.